Welcome to Mox on the Mic, your exclusive look into all things Chattanooga athletics. Here's your host, Chris Goforth. We've got our track shoes on this week. Head track and field coach Andy Meyer joins us as his mocks are set for the Southern Conference Championships, May 1st and 2nd. We'll come out of the starting blocks this week, though, with Chattanooga's sixth-year senior, Nicole Burley. Nicole comes to Chattanooga from Sugarloaf, Pennsylvania, and she's our guest on Mox on the Mic. So Sugarloaf, Pennsylvania, how did you find your way to Chattanooga? Um, well, uh, my family is from the South and I used to live in West Tennessee. Um, I've bounced all over, but, um, I spent, uh, my middle school and high school years in Pennsylvania and, uh, decided I wanted to go back down South and decided I wanted to go to a smaller division one team and Chattanooga fit the bill. So. Yeah, it's, uh, you were the, uh, seeing that Pennsylvania, uh, on the roster for you, it definitely stands out because pretty much all of your teammates are either from either from the, you know, Tennessee or, or from Georgia. And then, and then here you are from Pennsylvania. So it's a little bit of a, uh, it definitely stands out at you. So Mm -hmm. welcome, uh, welcome back to the South. Now you're working on a graduate degree in social work. First off, tell us a a little bit about that. How's class going and what are your plans post-college? Yes, so I am pursuing a master's in social work. Uh, I'll be graduating this May, um, and it was a little bit of a a change for me because my undergrad is in dietetics and nutrition, so I was kind of used to that uh, sciencey world, chemistry, a lot of chemistry, Um, and so um, just through um, various volunteer experiences where I got the opportunity to be in um, in a client setting, a counseling setting, um, I kind of realized I wanted to pursue uh, social work, so decided to get my master's in social work and um, UTC's program is actually really great because it um, it offers night classes. So all my all my classes are in the evenings um, and it was a bit of an adjustment um, from from dietetics to social work. But it's been it's been great. Um, it was a two year program. So I'm, that was why I kind of got the opportunity to, to run as a six year. Um, so um, we're, we're wrapping that up. Um, and then post-college, um, I actually um, interviewing for a few jobs, but um, I'm hoping to pursue medical social work. So that looks like working in hospice, uh, dialysis, clinics like that. Um, so I'm, I'm super excited for, for what's to come. Six years. That's, um, that's quite a long while to spend it at, at UTC. And, and obviously, mm-hmm. you've made the most of it, being able to leave with, with two degrees when you're done. Um, mm-hmm. What's the experience been like for you here? It's been great. Um, I, I just love Chattanooga as a city. Um, it, it's got that city vibe, but it's also a, kind of a smaller town. And, and being here six years, I've just gotten to know so many people um, just in the Chattanooga community, but also in at UTC. And um, it's been great. It's just got the best of both worlds where you're at a, a higher level. You're at a athletically, you're at a division one school, but you got that small town feel. And, and on campus, you've got enough students to where you're not, you know, you get to meet new people and, and whatnot, but you're also, um, you get to foster this community. You get that sense of community, um, on campus and, and it's been, it's been great. You sound like you'd like to stay here after college. Yes. I, yeah, I, I kind of contemplated leaving, um, once graduation was approaching and was trying to, my, my family's in Memphis now. So, um, they're of course wanting me to go there, but, um, I, I was looking all over and the more I thought about it, the more I'm like, you know what, Chattanooga is just, I've just gotten something really special here and 
and I'm really wanting to stay. So that's, that's kind of where I'm looking right now. Now you've competed in a lot of different races at, at UTC. You've, you've done, you've ran hurdles, you've ran the Mm -hmm. mile. What's your favorite to run? Well, uh, if you would have asked me last year or the year before, I would have said the 1500 or or that's the equivalent of the mile and, um, in outdoor, but, uh, recently it's been, it's been the 800. Um, it's kind of a, a sweet spot where you gotta have some speed, but you also have to be smart and have some endurance. And, um, it, it's probably, uh, probably 15 and the eight. I just, I love that, that short, quick stuff, but also you gotta be, it's not just a 400 where you just gotta go all out. You gotta be smart and, and you gotta have a little bit of that endurance. So, um, it's kind of my, my sweet spot. I definitely would say. You know, the interesting thing that I always enjoy hearing runners talk about is, you know, running track is just as much about the competition you have with yourself Mm -hmm. as it is against other runners, isn't it? Definitely. It it really is because you can get caught up in um, a lot of people. It it depends on what you're motivated by. If you're motivated by like, oh, I just want to get first in, in my event, you know, no matter where you're at. Um, then that's great. But I, I know a lot of people, myself included, I, to get first or second or third, you know, it's, it's, it's great, but you're, you're really competing against yourself and competing against that clock. So you just, my motivation is just to go out there and run as best as that I can. If that ends, makes me 10th in the field, that makes me 10th in the field. If that makes me first in the field, then that's great. But really um, you're kind of, you're competing with yourself um, each and every time, just trying to hit those personal records and personal bests each time. Yeah. To that end, you've set personal records this year in the 800 and the 1500. Tell us a little bit about that. Yeah. Um, honestly, it, it shocks me a little bit being a six year. Um, uh, my coach, uh, coach Ty always jokes, jokes about me being old. I'm, I'm the old one on the team and coming back that this sixth year was a, a last minute decision in January just different circumstances lined up perfectly and, and gave me that opportunity. But um, yeah, I was a little, I was a little concerned, like, okay, Nicole, you're, you're 24, you'll be 25 this year. <laughs> Can you do it? Can you set these personal records? Can you go after the goals that you've set in the past? Um, and so I've just been in such, um, such awe and just feel so blessed to, to get this opportunity to run this sixth year and, and things have just lined up really well. I think being uh, a little bit more mature and, and knowing myself as a runner and um, just being able to, to develop in that way has been really, really great. Um, I've just been just so, so thrilled to, to have gotten this sixth year. And um, it's, it's really exciting that the 800s really, really was never my, my, uh, my race. I've kind of just been a 1500 and, and whatever else they want to throw me in, but 800 has been something I hadn't honed in on. So, um, this being my, my, one of my bet, better events this year, um, uh, has been a, a shock to me. I'll say that. So, um, I've just had so much fun and of course setting up a, a personal record and, and anything is fun. So, um, I'm just so happy with, with how this season is progressing. Recap the weekend at, uh, at Georgia tech for us. Georgia Tech, um, well, it's beautiful facilities um, and, and right in our, our backyard. I mean, two hours isn't too bad for us. So um, I had the 1500 on Friday uh, with a, a pretty decent field um, and went in with a race plan that, that didn't, didn't go over as, as I planned. But um, 
it, uh, it, it was a good race. I'll say that, um, I was shooting for sub four thirty and ended up four thirty two in that event, but, um, was kind of a slow middle, middle half of the race for me, but a, a quick last lap. I've, my coaches have always pushed, get out hard, get out hard. And, and I, I always just kind of tuck in and then decide at 400 to go. I just want to just go for it. So, um, that's basically how that 1500 went, uh, went for it that last 400 and, um, wasn't, wasn't quite the result that we were looking for, um, time-wise leading into conference, but I think it really helped me. Uh, it'll help in, in conference, um, having a slow first half and then hitting it hard. That last half will be how conference prelims will be. So I think, uh, regardless of not hitting that, uh, that sub four thirty, I took a lot of, um, uh, good things, good, uh, good things from that race that I'll be able to use come conference. Um, then come, came back day two in the 800, again, another super quick field. So I was just trying to put that 1500 behind me and just stick my nose in it. And, uh, uh, I will say I felt that for, I felt that 1500 in the first uh, 300 meters of the 800 race. I didn't know if I was going to have it in me to, to finish it out, but, um, I'm a competitor. So, I as long as I can stick my nose in it, come that last lap, um, I just kind of just have fun with it and compete. And usually that serves me well. So I'll say an 800, um, it served me well just to compete and, uh, do what I could in that, in that last lap and shaved a couple seconds off that 800. You are a competitor. You're, you're a competitor that spent a good portion of her life in track shoes. Have mm -hmm. you given any thought as to what that's going to be like when you, you take those off for the, at least as a, as someone representing UTC, when you take those track shoes off for the final time? Oh, well, you know, this was a unique um, situation come, you know, with COVID and, and our, my fifth year got canceled um, early. And so when I took it off, when I hung up that Jersey last, uh, last spring, I thought that was it. Um, and so I almost, I tell my, I tell my teammates, I almost kind of, I've already mourned the sport already. And then all of a sudden I got this, this opportunity to run again in the spring. And so come day two or year two, um, of, of doing that again, I think it's going to be, um, I can't even say it's going to be bittersweet. Cause I don't, I I'm already, uh, I'm already sad that it's winding up, but, um, I'm just, I know I've said it already, but I'm just so grateful to have been given this six year. I think that it's going to be um, really hard to take that uniform off one more time or one last time. Um, but I'm hopeful um, just with getting to know the running community in Chattanooga and, and post alumni that have stuck around. Um, I'm hopeful that um, I'll still be able to compete and, and stick around and be able to support the girls that are still here um, competing and, and just uh, do all I can to give back to the, give back to the program. Yeah. I was going to ask you about that because, um, you know, running, uh, is a little different say than, you know, maybe playing football or softball where when you're, you're done in college for, for most people you're done, it's, mm -hmm. it's over track though, is one of those where you can still, if you choose, it's something you can still, uh, choose to compete in, uh, going forward. Is that, is that something that you, um, you want to try to do? Absolutely. Um, I mean, there's just, uh, especially in Chattanooga, there's such an active community and active running community. Um, I work part-time at, um, our local running store, Fast Break, and, 
um, it's been so encouraging to um, just meet these these runners day in and day out that um, are just going after it. it doesn't matter if they're 20 or 60 or whatever there's they're still um, out there competing and it, it kind of gives me um, some comfort to know that there's still there, there's life running life outside of a uh, collegiate running so um, I, I plan to probably dabble in a couple five couple more 5ks before I move up to the longer stuff I mean being an 800 1500 girl um, that'll be it'll be a big jump to go to to a half a half my uh, half marathon or um, a full marathon or anything like that so I think I'll I'll stick around that 5k 10k you know quote unquote shorter distances for a little bit and see what I can see what I can do in, in those races and then eventually uh, I'm sure I'll move up to that half marathon because it's just uh, it's calling my name and I know eventually eventually I'll take a stab at it. Nicole, thank you. Appreciate the time and uh, and good luck at the Southern Conference Championships. Thank you. I appreciate you for having me. Let's get a season recap and a preview of the Southern Conference Championships with UTC head coach Andy Meyer. Coach, we've visited with you many times in the past now, and, you know, we talk talk a lot about uh, your schedule and, and your teams, but I want to start today and give you the chance to talk a little bit about your assistant coaches. I know Ty Griffin, is he's new this year. Michael Gadsen has been with you as a volunteer assistant for a little while. Tell us a little bit about those guys and kind of what their roles are with uh, within your staff. Sure. Uh uh, I'll start um, with uh, Coach Gaston. Uh, we, when we decided we wanted to expand and become more of a uh, a, a a true track team, the first thing I did was um, try to find someone here in the local area that um, knew kids um, that had a tremendous amount of track experience, and it was Coach Gaston. He actually started the um, the the uh, Chattanooga Jets, and it's an AAU club, and it's one of the more successful successful AAU clubs in the country. And um, he's worked with with all kinds of kids in high school, multiple state champions, at Howard, at Brainerd, um, just at Red Bank, all across the city. Um, he's well-respected. And Mike's come in, and he immediately added um, a, a degree of, of, of um, oh, success, a uh, success. Uh, a validation to what we were trying to do because of what he's done. He played football here. Um, he, he's originally from Savannah and uh, played football here. Uh, gosh, that would have been in the mid seventies and uh, was a running back slash defensive back and graduated from here. He met his wife here. And so he's been in this area and he's done a great job with our sprinters. He does a great job with uh recruiting does a great job with our, our jumps and, and it's kind of you can see the progression this is the first year where we're we're getting points out of our jumps and we're getting points out of our sprinters and one of our sprinters is is ready in a hundred is is in the top eight in the um a conference right now so you know he's he's done a great job uh helping us get um and develop the, our sprints um uh you know Mike, uh, and maybe the best thing about Mike is, is uh, I mean, he's so even killed. He is so um, just, he, he never gets upset. He knows how to talk to the kids. I mean, he's been doing this for 30 plus years. 
So he, he, he understands he's been through many of these wars and many of these battles, and he's a, a great addition for me personally, you know, to, to, to kind of lean on. Um, and then Ty, um, Ty comes from Ohio. Um, he is national champion um, in Division Three in the 1500. Um, Ty, uh, uh, he, he's developed many girls under 17 minutes, um, uh, many conference championships, national qualifiers. Um, and so to be able to bring someone in of, of Ty's pedigree and, and his accomplishments, again, it adds validation to our program. And um, he's a great recruiter. Um, and just, you know, when girls and, and, and guys come in and, and, and they, they look at his national championship ring and his national championship medal, again, it, it's like, whoa, you know, UTC's doing something. They're building something. Um, and so Ty coaches our women's cross-country team during the um, uh, cross-country season and then works with our uh, mid-distance girls, the 800 to 1500 steeplechase girls. I mean, he's done – I think you all talked with Nicole – um, prior to this, he's done an absolute wonderful job. You know, he's taking Nicole from where she was two years ago to where she is now, and it's a totally different runner. Nicole was good. Now she's great. Um, you know, goes down to Georgia Tech and gets second in the 800. I mean, it's just he, he's done a fantastic job, just like Coach Gasson has developed and, and, and moved us, uh, our, our sprints into position where we're, we're, we're starting to get ranked and, and, and we're competing within the conference. Uh, Ty's done that with our mid-distance uh, kids and our mid-distance girls. Um, so they, you know, both of them, we wouldn't be where we uh, are without either one of them. The outdoor track and field season. So you and I, the last time we talked, um, I think we've talked a couple of times now about the difficulty of putting a schedule together. And it's kind of you put it together and then it's fingers crossed and you hope that everything goes off. Uh, how's it gone for you guys uh, so far this spring? Well, we, we started right off with uh, uh, we two weeks after uh, the indoor conference. We went right um, into outdoor, and our first meet was canceled. And so we had to find a, another meet. So we were down at Clark and Lane and actually ended up being a, a really good meet. Um, and then after that, we turned around um, and had to do some modifications again. Um, and we were at uh, UAB, which uh, the kids did really well. They have a brand new track, so that worked out well. Um, we let some of our kids run unattached um, at a Lee meet. Um, uh, and then we turned around and uh, made another modification. We ended up being at Georgia Tech. Um, but um, it, it's actually worked out well for us, um, even though we've had these cancellations. Um, we've been able to get in uh, high quality meets with great competition and it's, and it's worked well in that we've competed basically every two weeks. And so the kids have that time to, to um, rest, get some good quality workouts in and then turn around um, and get rested for the meet and give a, a maximal effort at the meet. So um, yeah, we've had some modifications, but they've worked out well for us actually. How much time do you need for the body to recuperate uh, in, in a track after running track and field, cause you're running back to back days most of the time. And, no. and, yeah. And, and you're running sometimes multiple events. So how much time is needed for the body to kind of regenerate itself a little bit? Yeah. Um, it, it really depends uh, Chris, on the distance, you know, 
um, it, it's it's hard for our five and, and 10K kids to um, race back to back. I mean, it, it, if they do race back to back that second day, they have tired legs. Um, even uh, uh, some of our mid distance girls that we've let run the 15 and the five, they're they're on tired legs. Um, realistically, I'd like uh, 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 like if you race on Friday, I'd rather you not turn around and race again till Sunday, you know, at least a 36 hour period to kind of get your legs back under you. Um, and then the, the races in, in college are so, so hard that, um, you know, really I'd like 48 hours, but that's not always possible. And so to, to kind of mimic that in training, we do some stuff where they, they, they go kind of long and, and, and moderate, uh, uh, moderately hard on Wednesday. And then they come back with a hard workout on Thursday, but then we give them a couple easy days after that, just so they get used to that two day turnaround, that quick turnaround. You were able to, you, you talk about being able to play at Clark Atlanta and, and compete at Georgia tech. That's great. I mean, those are, those are easy places to get to for, for you guys from a travel standpoint. I want to go back to Clark Atlanta and the Clark Atlanta invitational for a, a, a bit uh, to say you guys did well there it might be a little bit of a, a uh, little bit of an understatement. How about you uh, recap that event and just kind of how it went? Um, well, we went down there and we weren't expecting a whole lot. The first meet of the season, and this was kind of an add-on meet, and so um, we weren't, you know, it, it was it was cold, um, and and again, we weren't uh, uh, hoping for a whole lot. But uh, Dern, when the kids got on the track, they came to compete. Um, you know, we did real well. Uh, uh, in the uh, 3K, um, those girls did really well. And then turn around, um, uh, Nicole, as usual, the 15 and the 8, she just uh, uh, dominated. Um, our sprinters, Mackenzie uh, Williamson, did great in the 100 and 200. Um, it just uh, – uh, Kim uh, Dunning uh, placed really high in the uh, long jump. It was like everything – kind of started to click for the kids at this meet and they, they were able to, to carry it over. We, we were hoping they would do well, but we didn't know they would do that well at Clarkland. So it, it surprised us. And it's like, wow, you know what? These kids, when they're on, they can be pretty good. This is a young squad too. Are, are you happy with what you've seen from them? Oh, we certainly are. The, the kids, um, you know, with young kids, you, a lot of times, uh, actually Ty and I, um, Coach Gatson, were talking about this yesterday. The kids have been, especially to Georgia Tech, from, from UAB to Georgia Tech, they were pretty consistent. A lot of times with young kids, they're, they're going to be really, really good in the next meet. They might not be so good, so you kind of don't know what you're going to get. But um, a, a part of racing um, and racing at, at the collegiate level is consistency. Can you recreate uh, that performance time after time after time after time? Can you – come close to your PR and keep it there and then just kind of work on whittling away so that you're better and better and better at each meet. Um, it, it, from a coaching staff, it's a lot better um, when we know what's going to go, what the product is going to be out on the track rather than have to guess at it. And these young kids um, have been able to do that from meet to meet to meet. I mean, it's been really great. Again, Chris, we're usually, oh, gosh, what's the freshman going to do today, you know, is this going to be a good day or is this going to be a bad day? Have they got this stuff figured out? And, and our young kids have figured it out because they've been consistent from, from uh, Clark to UAB to Georgia Tech. Everybody was consistent. They were right in 
the range uh, that they had been doing. And so nobody, you know, I was telling Tate before we get, uh, came on that uh, the, the tech meet was great for us and that everybody was close to their PR, if not below their PR. We didn't have anybody going the opposite way and heading into the conference meet. We don't want people going the opposite way. How much of what you do is teaching technique, coaching technique? Um, oh, especially in, in the sprints, you know, that, that's, that's God-given talent. And, you know, it, it's hard to coach speed. That's something that they kids have to have genetically. But at the college level, everybody's got speed. So then you're working on their, their starts. You're working on nothing but technique. Their form. What are they doing in the first 30 meters? What are they doing in the second 30 meters? How are they finishing? Are they leaning correctly? Uh, uh, are they in an aerodynamic position? It's all form, 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 and technical stuff. And especially with the jumps, it, um, Coach Gatson does a great job with the, 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 the technical aspect. Um, and then when you get in the distance, you, the distance events, um, the, the 8, the 15, you're, you're looking at race position. And Ty does a great job with getting the kids to the, the ladies to understand where they need to be during the race um, and not having to put in a huge effort just to stay in the race or to get yourself in position. Um, and so in the mid-distance, uh, while technique and running form is, is important, it's almost as important to be in the right position and, and hold yourself in that position. Um, you know, use your elbows a little bit, be where you need to be because the races are so short. You don't have time, you know, in the, 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 uh, five and 10 K you do have a little time, um, to, uh, you know, I, I won't say full around, but you, you have a little bit of time that if you make a bad, uh, place or you get boxed in, you can make that up. Whereas in the, the, the eight and the 15 are, are, are so quick races, if you're in the wrong position right from the beginning, you've, you've, you've doomed your race. I mean, your, your race is over. Um, and then uh, technique-wise, in the, the, the 5 and the 10, uh, what we work on is, is a lot about pacing. Pacing, pacing, pacing. You know, running within yourself, yourself not going out too hard. Um, don't get excited. And it, it's hard for the kids, especially, you know, when you've got people from Georgia Tech lining up to you. Uh, Boston College lining up next to you, you know, big time schools. And you, it's, you, you want to compete, but you've got to compete within your own limits. Um, and, and that's in the 5 and 10K. That's, that, that's the technique that we work on in those races. Is there a race that you enjoy or a competition that you personally enjoy coaching more? Do you like to coach those mid-distance runners? Do you like coaching the sprinters? What's your preference? Uh, I actually, just because I was one uh, when I ran here, I, I like the long distance. I, I, I like that grind. Um, I, I can write, there's a, believe it or not, there's a lot of mathematics in the long distance. It's all about your splits and all about your timing. And then in the training plans, it's a progression of mathematics. You, you start um, doing, uh, let, let's just use a di uh, set distance, 400s. You start 400s at this um, uh, pace. And then two weeks later, you move this pace down and then you move this pace down and then you move this pace down. And so the kids from uh, week to week, they don't notice that they're getting better. But when you start looking at it at a two and three week period, you say, hey, you dropped two seconds in your overall uh, workouts. 
Um, and so this is what you should be able to produce. And this is what you are able to produce during the race, as long as you stay within these splits. So, um, you know, I, I like the, the, the calculations and the, the, the mathematics, the progression, the steady progression of the distances. Southern Conference Championships coming up May 1st and 2nd. Break down the Southern Conference field for us. Oh, Chris, it's, it, it's going to be tough. Um, you know, Sanford won both men and women indoor, and I would say they're the favorites to win outdoor. Um, they, they've got great field events, um, great sprints, and, uh, of course, they have some very good distance runners. Um, then uh, you uh, Western Carolina, it's on their home track, and they've predominantly been well, especially their men. Um, so they're going to be um, uh, another very strong school because they're really good in the sprints and the field events. Um, Walford, um, Coach Bomar over there does a great job, and they, they're traditionally strong, again, um, in the field events um, and, and the sprints. Um, and then, uh, of course, ETSU, they're always good, and they're, they're, they're a lot like Samford in that they're good all across the board. Their distances are good. Their field events are good. Their um, sprints are good. Their relays are good. So it's, it, it's kind of a, a four-team race. Um, and then all the teams after that, you know, um, us, uh, uh, Furman, they have excellent distances. They always do well in the distances. Um, and um, Citadel, BMI, Western Carolina, everybody else kind of, you know, we're sitting in that, that fifth, that sixth spot right outside those four. Um, but – because we have developed our, our field events, we have developed our sprints, we're, we're moving up. Um, and so we're, we're, we're excited about that. Coach, appreciate the time as always. Always great to catch up. And uh, good luck to you and, uh, and your squads as you, uh, you head to the Southern Conference Championships. Well, Chris, thanks very much. We appreciate all your support and, and everything you do for us. Thanks to Coach Meyer and Nicole Burley for being our guests this week. Make sure you rate, subscribe, and review to Mox on the Mic. We're available on all of your podcasting platforms. We love to hear from you, so make sure you leave us a review. And certainly we appreciate your five-star ratings. It helps Mox fans be able to find us, and it helps us be able to find more Mox fans. For our producer, Tate Johnson, I'm Chris Goforth saying so long and go Mox. Thanks for listening to Mox on the Mic. Please remember to rate, subscribe, and review. And we'll see you again soon.